Bonjour, bonjour, and welcome to Mission First, the podcast to get inspired and to learn from successful entrepreneurs who are building a sustainable future for our planet and its people. I know that for you, entrepreneurs out there like me, your time is limited. You love to learn, but you don't always have the time to listen to the long episode of this podcast. So I decided to create a best-of series with a special format, shorter than a coffee break, that you can listen to while drinking your coffee or commuting to work. Talking about now how to build the right team for, for all these seed rounds. The first do you sent me was take your time for a good and professional recruitment process. Can you iterate on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so um, we're very lucky with one of our investors in energy who are not only supporting you with uh, money and advice, but also, for example, hosting workshops for free, which is, for example, a recruitment workshop, let's say. Uh, I, did, I actually did one with them, uh, which was like two days, um, and it gave me a very good insight of how to structure the way to recruit people um, and also to onboard them in the company and also to know who you're actually looking for. Um, based on the applicants we had in the past, um, we, we get, get a lot of feedback in terms of, wow, that's so different than in other companies. I've, you know, I've never talked to the management before. I've never talked to those. I never had an exercise or whatever. Um, you know, so I can, I can tell you also a bit more how we, how we structure that, but from the very first hire, we actually implemented the process, which is, um, which takes time. Um, but then at the very end, because you, for the first employees, you can't uh, have too many people you're wrong with your uh, thoughts on them. So if they don't perform as you desire, that will throw back your whole company because it's like 25 or 20% of your company staff, right? So you have to be quite sure with those people. So uh, one of the main things we always do is a so-called hospitation. So they stay in our company for four to five hours. Um, on the one hand, doing some sample tasks, which allow us to see how good they are. But on the other hand, allow them to have a deeper insight of what the, the actual work is about. And then um, going to various people in our company to see how they work. Uh, do lunch with them and so on to just get to know them. Um, and for example, the very first step in our uh, recruitment process is a 10-minute call. And um, most of the people say, oh, how, how should I, you know, within 10 minutes explain myself and so on. But we have a very structured and efficient process for both sides, actually, to get an idea if, that's, if that could work or not. And then we'll always do a, a round table in our team, basically, to see if we want to go to the next phase or not. And we've, start, we've, we've done that right from the beginning. Um, but to be fair, actually, one of our first employees was someone I knew many years before. Um, and he was working in a different startup, uh, which didn't run very well. So, um, yeah, we basically just uh, hired him off there. And so can you detail a bit what are these different uh, steps in the process? So you start with, of course, you receive applications, you post it on different job portals, university network, you filter the first like CVs, you have your first 10-minute call, which is, I guess, just to get to know the person and see if that person is not a, a psychopath or if it would fit to the team, I guess. And 
what are the next steps? Yeah, so I mean, uh, as soon as the people apply, um, they definitely get a direct response of that we're going to look at the application as soon as possible. Um, and as soon as we are in an actual recruitment process, so we're looking for people and not uh, getting inbound applications, uh, we are quite fast on that because we, we've built up uh, a Kanban system of tickets where you just you know monitor all applications. Um, because uh, when employing very uh, many people at the start of this year, we had like 650 applications or something. So um, that's like a, a lot of work to do and you have to keep track on that, right? So the very first part is a telephone call, which is not only to get to know the people and definitely not uh, the final say about if it fits to the uh, company or the, the culture because um, we would always have to get to know the people in person for that. Um, so the very first step is to, on the one hand, get the facts like salary, when could you begin, etc., but also questioning about their motivation. Uh, like what, why would they want to change their company? Why would they come to us? Uh, what's interesting for them? Explaining a bit what the job is about and um, hearing from them what they see as their skills and not um, to get a broad overview basically of, of what they bring. Um, and always with the idea that also the applicant knows more about the company and about the job to decide themselves if want to keep in that loop or not. Um, because from many companies, I always see that, you know, the applicants get asked questions, but they can't ask questions, uh, which I don't really find fair. So um, the second step then, if, I, if we say, well, that's, that's a good candidate, we meet them for 30 to maximum 60 minutes in person or, I mean, nowadays rather in a video conference. Mm -hmm. um, and also depends on where they are, right? I mean, if the people are close by, um, they would uh, come around. Um, if they are in different countries, they would, we would do a video call. And that's basically the first insight of um, two to three team members getting to know the person in quasi person, right? I mean, if it's video, it's it's not as they sit in front of you, but uh, you, you you see them, you see how they behave, and it's it's more about sometimes asking similar questions again, but also um, yeah, just just getting an impression of that person. And the very last and uh, uh, final step is basically to do that hospitation I mentioned before. So four to five hours. Um, uh, yeah, running through our business. Um, to be fair, within that process for every position we have, maximum three to four people do that hospitation uh, mm -hmm. because that's that's huge effort. So you have to be very sure after the second phase already. Uh, Fifty percent get a no after the telephone call, roughly. So fifty percent after the ten minute call. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would, I would say probably fifty percent don't even get a call. Right, but the fifty percent having a call uh, again, uh, resulting twenty five percent go to the next step, and then only three to four persons go to the hospitation. Yes, and what kind of tasks, for example, do you ask them to do when you said simple tasks? We try to <clears throat> make up the tasks um, the same way they would be in their job, and or actually take actual tasks from the job. So um, because, I mean, setting up sample tasks is like, 
you know, letting them do work they would never do. Um, so we try to actually pick out topics which are enclosed, which you can handle within half or one hour and see how you approach those topics. Um, for example, if you look for somebody who's doing office management, they, they get loads of files, for example, of invoices or whatever, or emails which come into the info at uh, uh, mailbox or whatever, and let them sort and see how and if they can already see what kind of question that is or what kind of document it is and how you would handle it. So it is actually the, the real tasks you, you would do. And let's say for programming, that is programming tasks, sometimes as tasks or sometimes as you get a sheet of paper and you explain what, what the code actually will execute and where the pitfalls are. Um, yeah. So that's the moment, for example, let, let's take a software developer. That would be the, the moment at which you start testing his uh, hard skills, hard coding skills. Yeah, some, some, especially for the coders, uh, it's already in the second step where we do some samples um, to, to get an idea of how, how, how familiar they are with the topic. Have you create, created your own like, tests for that? Are you using these kinds of like, platforms or have you created your own tests? We've created our own tests. We don't use the platforms, let's say, yet. Um, I guess it'll depend on the size. Um, sometimes depends on the area, but in, in very many areas of people we're sourcing, the hardcore skills are sometimes not the most important factor. So um, those coding tests will always integrate a barrier in your uh, recruitment process. Um, it will make it longer or it will you know, make it very unpersonal um, to some people. Um, some are used to it, some are not. And uh, yeah, we're not at that point where we use that automated test yet. So we, we try to make real examples from the work we do. Mm -hmm. And do they do the tests for, uh, like by themselves or do they sit next to someone when like you know, watching them, what they're doing with the, with the real examples? It depends on the test. So if it's just a... Let's say, ex explain what the code is about. It's, of course, with us. Uh, if it's a, a coding example to build something, it's on their own. But then you always get a review session of, uh, you know, explaining how you approach that topic and also get a feedback on how good the result is, what you've delivered. If you enjoyed this episode of this best of series, go to my website, gtimpact.com or find the link in the description of this episode and sign up to receive the full series of best of episodes to enjoy every time you have 10 minutes and you want to learn something about growing your business and having a greater positive impact on this planet. Have a great day and talk to you soon.